When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And Harry, with no Freddie or Harry on ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, Game Nights with Jordan Rondon in for the boys today. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Dallas Cowboys have a great opportunity in front of them, where right now they are the two-seed in the NFC. Win, get that two-seed, especially as good as they've been at home. Maybe they make a deep playoff run and that first NFC championship game since the 1995 season. Dak Prescott, earlier this week, during his uh, press conference, Cowboys quarterback, talked about the team's mindset heading into their game coming up this Sunday against the Commanders. Uh, we've got one game right here to go and win this division, um, have a two seed, and that, that makes it a playoff game. That makes it a game, obviously, with a lot of implication. But a, another game that this team needs that will just help us, obviously sets us up in the position for the playoffs, but also for us to have that playoff mindset as we've had for the last couple of weeks or so heading into uh, the actual playoff. Therefore, you just go out there and play the game that, that we know we can play on the road, which would be important, um, and, and just taking a bunch of confidence into this uh, playoff game out of this game. To talk more about the Cowboys, we welcome in ESPN NFL Cowboys reporter Todd Archer here to Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. And we appreciate the time, Todd. I, I do want to talk about this division championship because it was something that I know here in Milwaukee covering the Packers that Mike McCarthy used to harp on when he was the head coach in Green Bay. Is that something that he's harping on this week, the opportunity to win the division championship for the Dallas Cowboys heading into this game against the Commanders? Oh, absolutely. Because of everything that it means. And, you know, if they win, they're the two seed. They play, they could play two games at AT&T Stadium where they won 16 straight, 8-0 this year. Um, so that the, everybody in the locker room was saying the playoffs start now. So that clearly that's been McCarthy's message. But, yeah, the, the, the beginning of the season, you know, it's always about the first goal is win the division. And, and, and Jordan knows this. No one has won back-to-back division titles since the 0304 Eagles. It's the longest such streak in, I think, the big four sports. So how the Cowboys got here, no one saw that coming. But the fact that they're here with the chance kind of tells you what the NFC East is about each year. Although I don't know if Jordan's Giants will win this thing next year. Yeah. I mean, Todd, I mean, they haven't won it since I've been there either. So we're going on like well, uh, 11, 12 years. <laughs> so they, have, they haven't been part of that, even though it's an alternating uh, – you know, kind of circle, but it's apparently between Washington, Philadelphia, and Dallas only. So I don't know what to tell you. Or maybe it's your fault. May, definitely Ooh. my fault. Giants fans <laughs> definitely believe the it's my fault. The curse of Jordan. Yeah. They did yeah. win two Super Bowls Cowboys not long. Lifted not the cur- Cowboys yeah. lifted the curse of Jimmy, and now the, the Giants have the cur- curse of Jordan. Well, the, the the pressure's obviously on me to make sure the Giants at some point turn this around within <laughs> the next decade you read or all so. Those checks. It's, also on, <laughs> it's also on the Dallas Cowboys, right? Everything's sitting in front of them now. How much is the pressure on them? Like I, I don't. We were talking about it before. The, the the question isn't even you know have success now. It's like they almost have to make and tell me what you if you agree with this or not. They almost have to make the NFC Championship at this point for it to be successful. 
Um, yes, because it, Mike McCarthy was hired for to do what Jason Garrett couldn't do over a 10-year period, and that was to go far in the playoffs, get to a conference title game, get to a Super Bowl. So if, it, it's all great that they've had three straight double-digit win seasons, three straight playoff appearances, the first time that's happened since the 90s Cowboys. All that's great. But this whole season, back when the Cowboys are getting ready to play the Giants in week one, was always about what they were going to do in the playoffs. And th- that's not changed by, by going 11-5 a, a and five at this point with a chance to get to 12-5 and five and winning in the division. If they go one and done, you don't think people are going to be wondering about Mike McCarthy's job? If they go to the division around and lose again and have some – and lose in some hand-handed way or something like that, you don't think people are going to call for wonder if Mike McCarthy's still going to have a job? Um, so, you know, for, for the Cowboys, it's a, if not now win scenario, because of all of these things that are looming over this team, like Dak Prescott's contract, Micah Parsons contract, CD Lamb's contract, uh, who will be the left tackle, who will be the center, who will be the, will Dan Quinn be back? All of this stuff leads you down the road that it better happen this year, or you never know when it's going to happen or if it's going to happen. Todd Archer, ESPN NFL Cowboys reporter, joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Gabe Nigel, Jordan Rondon filling in for the guys today. You mentioned, okay, if they lose that first playoff game, you know the, the hot topic of conversation is going to be, okay, Mike McCarthy. What is the reason? What would be the fatal flaw of this Cowboys team that would prevent them from some sort of deep playoff run? I mean, I think you have to look at the old school thought of football, running the ball and stopping the run. They're not doing a good job, good job of running the ball now. It's been three straight games where they've not reached 100 yards. Um, the, the running game looks disjointed as well as Dak Prescott's playing and CeeDee Lamb and the numbers that they put up together. The, the, the run game has to help them out some. And then on the other side of it, it's the run defense. And look who they're possibly going to have to play uh, going forward, either Detroit again, who ran the ball pretty well against them, or the Niners in an in a NFC championship game, or even the Rams with Kyron Williams going off the way that he's gone off. So um, if they can't slow down the run without the benefit of the offense giving him a lead, then the other team can stay in the game or dictate the tempo of a game. So those two things are really the, the, the key questions for the Cowboys going into the playoffs beyond just can Dak Prescott finally get it all done in the postseason the football reasons, the, 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 the beyond the DAC narrative, to me it's those two things, the offensive line and the run game and the, and the defense, can they stop the run? We're talking to Todd Archer, our ESPN NFL Cowboys reporter. I'll take the flip side to that then, Todd. Tell me why this Cowboys team is different. What's different about this Cowboys team that they can make that run, that they can get to the NFC yeah, that, Championship, the Super Bowl? Yeah, honestly, Jordan, I, I, don't, I don't know how I can answer that because what we've seen so far – Mm-hmm. They've done this before. They, right. Mike, the, the, the great numbers that they put up with Mike McCarthy as the offensive coordinator and, and Dak and all this stuff, they did it with Kellen Moore. No one just wants to remember it, but they, Dak had 37 touchdown passes two years ago with Kellen Moore as his offensive coordinator. So they've done this. Dan Quinn and the defense, they've taken the ball away the last two years better than anybody. Uh, they've done what they've done. So I, I, I think that the difference then, I, I guess, would be Dak's level of play overall, not just the, the statistical numbers, but his ability to maybe get them out of a bad play and into a good play, to avoid the bad play himself with the interceptions. That's been different this year, so maybe 
maybe Dak is ready to uh, to steal a, a term from Jerry Jones is ready to lift all boats. And that's Mike McCarthy likes to say defenses win championships, Super Bowls win court, quarterbacks win Super Bowls. So we'll, we'll see if Dak has enough to get this team to a Super Bowl and, and if he can win it, because then the Cowboys will gladly write him a check and make him the highest paid quarterback in football. Todd Archer, ESPN NFL Cowboys reporter, joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio Game Nights with Jordan Ronan filling in. We're going to be asking a question of the audience here coming up. Triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Which quarterback has the most pressure to win in the playoffs? Is that answer for you? Is it Dak Prescott? Yes, uh, in part because of all the things that we've talked about. Um, you know, Stafford has gotten there before. Hertz has been there. Uh, Purdy is year two. He still has a little bit of a grace period, although there obviously will be pressure on him with the way last season ended uh, for the Eagles and things. But I, I don't, I don't know how you, I don't know how you wouldn't say Dak, right? Just because it's year eight for him. Uh, it, it's he's been a guy that's gone to the playoffs four times and not gotten past the divisional round twice, losing or, or, or rookie had a home field advantage and, and didn't take advantage of that. And a couple of years ago, losing a wild card game at home to the Niners. Um, it has to be on Dak that, that he has the most pressure on him. But I will say of the NFC quarterbacks from week one to, to week 18, he's probably had the best season when you look at the ups and downs that other guys have gone through. He, he's been pretty, you know, the arrow's either gone up or plateaued. It's never really dipped down like it has for some of the other guys. Todd, we certainly appreciate the time. Enjoy the Cowboys-Commanders game coming up on Sunday. At FedEx Field, that might be hard to do. Jordan knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. The food there, man. Oof. Even the hot dogs that they serve, Gabe, they're like yellow, greenish. What? Yeah. yeah. It's gotten a little better, but it's yeah, even the sight line, everything about that, one of the worst, yeah, easily, probably not even close, actually, the worst field stadium to cover a game as a reporter. Well, certainly appreciate the time from Todd Archer. He is the ESPN NFL Cowboys Thanks, reporter. Todd. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance at Progressive. They're making things even easier. We'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. So we want to hear from you right now. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Which quarterback will have the most pressure to win in the playoffs? It's Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio in the ESPN app. Gabe Neitzel, Jordan Ronan filling in for the guys. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Who are you going with? Is it Dak? We just asked We just asked Todd. Todd went with Dak. Are you saying it's Dak Prescott, Jordan, the quarterback yeah. that has the most pressure to win in the playoffs? Yeah, it's definitely Dak for me. Like If we're, if we're sitting here in two years... And Lamar hasn't really gotten over the hump, and he hasn't been to a Super Bowl, and they don't, you know, and they falter this year as the number one seed, and he ha you know, he has this now track record of not playing great and lifting his team in the playoffs. Yeah, then I think Lamar is in that category. But we're like two years away from it. Lamar's twenty six. That's gonna be thirty one this year, Gabe. You know, we're entering Tony Romo territory. If they're the two seed here, they don't at least make the NFC championship game. Huge disappointment with where they're at right now because they have everything in front of them, right? The commanders beat them. You're the home team, right, until the Mm -hmm. NFC Championship game. The Dallas Cowboys have been amazing at home for the last, what, two years? Not even just this year. Yeah. The last two two years. years. Yeah. So anything less than a NFC Championship game 
would be just a brutal flop for that organization. And they've had opportunities in that divisional round. Dax rookie year, couldn't get it done then. Uh, in 2019 against the Rams, lost by eight points. And then last year, losing 19-12 to 12 in San Francisco to the 49ers. They've had those played opportunities. played terrible in that game, too. He played terrible yeah, yeah. in that 49ers game last year. Oh, yeah. But Dak at least has a couple of good playoff games to him. I, I still lean over his, towards His Lamar. first game, I know you remember that, the, the Packers oh, yeah, game. The Packers he was game. amazing in that oh, game. Oh, he was good. It, Great. He just got beat by an unbelievable throw Mason from Aaron Crosby, Rodgers, right? and Mason Crosby made two kicks Hit some in the last ridiculous two minutes. Kicks, yeah, yeah, in the last two minutes of fifty yards. plus yards, it was out unbelievable. Such a wild playoff game. Just, just see him try and kick game. a fifty plus yarder this past week. Didn't I did. Well. I did. Didn't go well. uh, did not go well. well. It's been a while since he had probably tried one of those with the uh, with the pressure on. I still lean towards Lamar because even though Dak hasn't had that playoff success, two and four, really? at least he's had good playoff games. There has not, even in the win that Lamar has on his resume, the playoff games have been straight up bad. Three touchdowns, five picks, quarterback Mm. rating below 70 in the four games he's played in the postseason. So I think that there's a lot of pressure there, especially because he's going to be, he won't be named it by the time they play that first playoff game. That'll come later in the playoffs. But he's going to win his second MVP this season. So two-time MVP can do all these things in the regular season, but can you get it done in the postseason? That narrative is only going to continue to get louder for Lamar Jackson with the Ravens and that number one seed. But we want to know what you have to say. Triple eight, say ESPN, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Which quarterback has the most pressure to win in the playoffs in the NFL? Let's go out to Roy the truck driver. Roy, you're on Freddie and Harry on ESPN radio with Gabe Nigel and Jordan Ronan. Hey fellas, uh good talking to you. Um of course it's Dak, man. Dak's been there 31 years old, you just said. Okay, I ain't worried about Lamar. Lamar's going to be there again. Dak's been there more than him, and Dak failed for how many years? I mean, I took off my shirt. I don't even wear my Dallas shirt no more because I done lost so much faith in them guys. They're going to have to do it all, man. There's no way. I just don't think that Dallas can do it. They just can't do it. I got more faith in Lamar. Lamar is fantastic, and I hope all these coaches feel terrible about not taking him because that was a travesty. But now look at him now. I'm 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 banking on Lamar for real because he deserves it. I'm sorry, y'all, but I'm in Dallas right now going through. If anybody want to come and holler at me, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Roy, the truck driver, love it. Yeah, absolutely I mean, love it. it. It's look. I actually, I believe in the Dallas Cowboys probably more than most people. I really do. For some reason, I just I think they're good enough where they could put it together. You do you are you? How, where's your confidence level in the Cowboys? It's high because I know everybody looks at they're like they're just going to choke again. They because they have for the last you know third twenty years, twenty it's, plus it, years. It's high for me because of how good. Like, like you've mentioned, the last two years they've been so good at home. And last year, they didn't get that opportunity. Last year, they had to go on the road because the Eagles were so good and they won that division. Yes, they were able to beat Tampa Bay, but then they ran into San Francisco. They've got teams who have to come to them, and they have been so hard to beat inside AT&T Stadium. I mean, Mike McCarthy has a good track record of getting his teams to NFC Championship games. That's something he's been able to do. Once they've gotten to NFC Championship games, things have kind of gone sideways for his squads. But I I like Mike McCarthy as a coach. I like Dak Prescott. I think they've got enough weapons. And, I mean, there was just the the NFLPA player results of, of a poll that they had came out today. And Dan Quinn was one of the top five defensive coordinators, according to the players. It yeah. seems like all those things are coming in. I understand it's all... 
the Cowboys, they just can't do it. Oh, they're just going to choke because that's what the Cowboys always do. I I believe in this team, and I you think that— You trust McCarthy not to make a big mistake at the end? I At home. <laughs> at home, I trust that. What does On that have road, to do with messing up the clock? I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if it's just the people screaming around. What does that have to do? You mess up the clock around. the same at it's home in like, I don't know, man. Like, this team at home is a completely different squad. Completely different than what they are on the road. So I can try, as the number two seed, as long as they beat the Commanders, which they should, as long as they win that game, I have faith in them that they can make it to an NFC Championship game. 888, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let's go to Mark in San Antonio. Mark, you're up next. Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. What's up, guys? Just a piggyback real quick on what y'all were talking about. I'm a Cowboys fan as well, but the reason I don't think there's any pressure on Dan Prescott is because we've already accepted mediocrity. I mean, I'm a big Cowboys fan, but I'm a realistic one. And to say that they have the advantage at home, I wouldn't say is really the case because the past few games, they really had no business beating Seattle or the Lions. But I think the guy that has the most pressure is Hurst. Uh, I think they're one, one. To me, I think if they're one and done in the playoffs, there's going to be some major changes there in Philadelphia. Thanks, guys. Here's why I don't think it's on Hurts. I think in that case, the pressure is going to fall on Nick Sirianni for letting that team fall apart. A hundred percent. Because you look at, I mean, what they have offensively is they've got a lot of talent. And additionally, they just went to a Super Bowl a year ago. That doesn't fall on Hurts. You want to talk about guy? Yeah, the turnovers are up a little bit. He's not turning it over at a, a little bit. I mean, they're they're double last year. We could be honest. It's a lot. Yeah. Well, but he but he barely turned it over last year, right? So like doubling his is not like you know Josh Allen doubling up his. The touchdowns are still the same though for for Jalen Hurts. He's still producing touchdowns. I know that's a big thing you like. He's still producing the same number of touchdowns he did a year ago, passing and running. I, I don't look, think that I'm pressure not falls I don't on like Hurts. Jalen Hurts. I do. It's just why I don't think the pressure is going to be on him. He just made the Super Bowl, and on top of that, by the way, he was amazing in that Super Bowl. So good. I know he had that one crucial fumble, which cost him a touchdown. Where he just Lost the ball like kind of on his own, but yeah, I mean, he's been he was tremendous in that Super Bowl. So I don't know. I'm with, willing to forgive and forget with Jalen Hurts at this point. Yeah, again, you know, young quarterback who just went to a Super Bowl a year ago. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Which quarterback has the most pressure to win in the playoffs? Triple H say ESPN. Edward in North Carolina. You're up next on Freddie and Harry. Hey guys, since it's the first I've spoken with you, Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year, Evan. Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what um, I say it's Josh Allen, and I think it's because their record is so good. He's got so much potential. They can't, they've got to carry, this, um, carry that good record into the playoffs. I'm afraid if, uh, you know, they, if they sit at home with double-digit wins, um, uh, I, I, don't think that's, um, I don't think that's what they want. So I think the pressure is on Josh Allen. Thank you all. It's good to talk with you. But the Appreciate playoffs, the play, I, I feel like we should point this out. The playoffs start. On Sunday night for the Buffalo Bills because they could be. They started like four weeks ago for the Buffalo Bills. It's like, the right? wildest because thing. Yeah. They, oh yeah. They've been they've been on the brink for the weeks. bubble. Yeah. Yeah. It's still wild to me. I, I don't know if I can ever recall this, where you have a game, where the Bills could be the two seed if they win. And out of the play, usually if you could be a two seed with the win, you're sitting in a really good spot. Oh, okay. Everything's going great for you. Mm-hmm. Or they could finish out of the playoffs with a loss. I, I don't know if I've ever seen something with that drastic of a swing in the final week of the season. I'll say this. I kind of agree with him. The pressure is on the Bills. 
if they win this game. Yes. Right? And then they're the two seed. Then they can't flop in the playoffs. Then the pressure's on Josh Allen and the Bills. Mm-hmm. They need to make a run at that point because now you're in good shape. And right? Just what- yeah, if you, lose to the, if you lose to the Ravens in the AFC Championship game, that's fine. But you can't just, like, lose in your first playoff game if you're the number two seed. And this Bills team just feels, especially if they win against the Dolphins on Sunday, don't they feel different than they did a year ago? Last year, it kind of felt they were sputtering a little bit, kind of hanging on more at the end, where it feels like they have that momentum going forward into this postseason. I, I feel like I can trust them more this year, even more than I could a year ago. We're going to continue to take your calls. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Which quarterback will have the most pressure to win in the playoffs? Plus, what does the addition of Dalvin Cook mean for the Ravens? That's coming up next. Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Certainly looking forward to that conversation tomorrow with Andre Reed for Freddie and Harry. But you can join our conversation right now on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Which quarterback will have the most pressure to win in the playoffs in the NFL is what we're asking you right now. Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Gabe Neitzel, Jordan Ron on with you. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's go back to the phone lines and those calls. We go to Bruce in Virginia. Bruce, you're up next on Freddie and Harry. Which quarterback will have the most pressure to win in the playoffs? What's up, Gabe? What's up, Jordan? Hey, man, let me. This is a layup of a question. One hundred six point one, Richmond, Virginia, ESPN. But let me give y'all some names. Uh, Justin Herbert has his bag. 
But the real person that's in the discussion is Tua. Tua does not have his bag. He's playing for his bag. So no one has more pressure, if you will, than Tua to go in and do something so that Dolphin Nation will give him his bag. This is a layup. There is no other answer other than Tua. So Tua is going to play under the fifth-year option as it stands right now, which is like $23 million, hasn't signed any sort of contract extension. I he's guess right. I just feel that he's yeah he's right. That, that he, there's big money at stake for Tua here. Like you know, he, although I, I I still think he'll probably get it eventually. I, that, that's what I'm, I, I think that he's going to. I mean, hasn't he done enough? He's proven that the, the biggest thing with this will help. Though there's a lot of pressure on it to get you you do well here. Like he could. What if he plays poorly here and plays poorly next season? You think he's going to get it this off season? I I think you. That injury history probably not. That's the tough spot that they're in. Right? Is what are they going to do? This offseason, because usually once you get to that point where, all right, we picked up the fifth year option and then somebody plays the way that Tua's played this year. He's been I don't think Tua's been the issue of, of them not being able to beat really good teams, but he, his his numbers pop off the page. The completion like, percentage is unbelievable. I like Bruce thinking outside the box, though. Yeah. And, and not, not a lot more pressure than pressure of the money that could be potentially coming in the bank account. Certainly yeah. a good one. Which. No Quarterback will have the most pressure in the playoffs. Triple eight, say ESPN. Let's go to Brandon in Illinois. Brandon, you're on ESPN Radio. I think it's Lamar Jackson. He's, you know, facing the 2019 black shadow over him. Got the big contract. Nobody would uh, else would pick him up. And I think he's got a lot to prove. Everybody's saying about the pocket passer. He's definitely proved that wrong this year. About to be a two-time MVP. And uh, now the only doubt is the playoffs. How can he do in the playoffs? We know he's lost a lot, so see how he can do this year. Look, I I agree. I think it's Lamar because he hasn't played well in any playoff game. Three touchdowns, five picks, quarterback rating under 70. It, It just has not been good for Lamar Jackson, even in the one playoff game that he won. The best quarterback rating that he has in any playoff game that he's played of the four is 78.8. That was the first one he played in. In the game that they won, he threw for 179 yards and threw a pick. Had a quarterback rating of 74.8. Now, granted, in that game, he did have 136 yards rushing, which helped them beat the Tennessee Titans on the road. But they are at home. He's going to be a two-time MVP. And pretty much anything that happens with Lamar going forward, if he plays poorly now, it's going to be, yeah, great, you can do all these things in the regular season, but can you do it in the postseason? That's that's going to be the question surrounding Lamar Jackson. Does Dalvin Cook help this equation at all? Because that broke earlier today. Dalvin Cook, after being released by the Jets earlier this week, going to be joining the Ravens after he goes unclaimed on waivers. Wouldn't be shocked to see Cook get a couple of carries for the Ravens as they try to tune things up before the playoffs this weekend. Rushing yards over expectation. A stat that I like to look at when it comes to running backs, basically, Kind of says what they're doing with the the holes and space that they have. Mm-hmm. Justice Hill and Gus Edwards are pretty close to even, right? Like average. Like there's zero point two for Justice Hill, zero point three for Gus Edwards. So neither you know, blow you away. Now Dalvin Cook was minus one point two this year. He's kind of been a negative the net last few years, but I do think it's worth taking a shot because. Neither Gus, Gus Edwards or Justice Hill has actually blown it away, right, or mm-hmm. played great this year. 
Like, you're talking about Keaton Mitchell. He's out. He was at plus 4.3. That's like light years away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, why not take a shot on Dalvin Cook at this point? I, I think I think it's actually a pretty good idea. The more I've, I've let it, like, sink in and was able to think about it, just add another contingency plan for the Ravens, you know, gear up. It doesn't cost them anything. They didn't claim them off waivers. It's cheap. Why not? Give it a yeah, flyer. I'm all in. I'm for it. Yeah. Because here, here's the other thing. You could you could run a bunch this weekend just to try to get him acclimated, and if you don't yeah. like what you see, you just, just make him inactive. Inactive. Right. So it's, it's kind of like just see. And if he makes one play, one big play in, let's say, uh, the AFC Championship game on a run to the Super Bowl, it's worth it. The move's worth it. Just one play. That's all you need. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I, I, I'm liking it more and more the more I think about it. I, I I did not think of the Ravens. Earlier this week when I saw that the, the Jets and Dalvin Cook had kind of agreed to do this, I did not think that any team was really going to take any sort of flyer. maybe the Cowboys. Maybe the Cowboys. The power aspect that they've been missing near the goal yeah. line, especially you see the way that uh, Tony Pollard mm-hmm. was unable to drive over the goal line. What was that, against the Eagles a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Whatever yeah, was the, near the goal line, and he just was that that made me think you know what Dalvin Cook could fill that role for them maybe just like a yeah. power runner and yeah the, the, the running aspect certainly has been missing from the Cowboys and I'm sure Mike McCarthy would have like to have at least a little bit of a running game or feel a little bit more confident about that running game heading into the playoffs but which quarterback will have the most pressure to win in the playoffs Triple H say ESPN 888-729-3776 join the conversation on the Dr. Pepper call in line as we go out to Kent in Virginia Kent you're up next it's Freddie and Harry on ESPN radio hey guys how y'all doing doing great Kent how are you bud Doing all right. Oh, I'm on the way to Texas now. I'm um, driving truck. Um, I think it's on Prescott. I just he's you know he's got eight years and turn. Of course, he's switching from different coaches and stuff. But now he finally he's got finally uh, down to a routine and everything. And just it's just time to get everything put together and make it right. There is, I think, certainly a lot of pressure. But at the same time. Are they going? They're not going to opt out of his contract, right? I mean, I mean, he's going to be there. It's just going to be more a lot of narrative based around him, right? Yeah. I mean, just kind of thinking about the Tua conversation we were having about the money that's on the line. It just becomes more about the narrative around Dak Prescott. Let's say they falter. More pressure go, more heat go on Dak or McCarthy. My guess is McCarthy. It's, I mean, it's both just, is the answer, right? But we know yeah. that's obvious. We're talking about with more though. Like, there's obviously a ton of pressure on both of them. Yeah, because it seems like that, those are the conversations that always happen. Because uh, when whenever when McCarthy was in Green Bay, a lot of the blame for playoff faltering went in his direction versus Aaron Rodgers, and I feel like that's still going to happen. And I'm not saying that's unfair, because there could be some just giant clock management thing that happens that ends up costing them the game. I think of a couple of years ago when they played um, when they played San Francisco in the playoffs. And they had 13 or 14 penalties. Like, yeah, that ends up going back and being blamed on coaching versus anything else that's happening. So if, if big things like that that stand out, a lot of it, I think, is going to fall on Mike McCarthy. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let's go to Zoboy in Florida. You're on ESPN Radio, Freddie, Freddie and Harry. All right. How you doing, fellas? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year, Happy man. New Year. All right. Uh, so my first uh, quarterback that's under pressure 
would obviously be back. I mean, come on. He's 30 years old. I got I got three of them, actually, but in their order. But Dak is first because, come on, like like I was saying all day on the radio, he's 30. It's about that time. It just, if he don't make it to at least the NFC Championship, that's it. It's over with. Uh, my second quarterback would have to be Tua because I know y'all was talking about the injury and stuff like that, but in my opinion, this is the actual first healthy year that he had. Like, we're talking like no injuries at all. So mm-hmm. I think this season has proven it. All he has to do is just win this game against the Bills. And I feel like the bag is secured. As long as he gets into the playoffs and just win one game, you know, you show, you're proving yourself to be healthy, I think he'll get the bag. And my third one is Jalen Hurts because he's been there already. And, like, you know, it just works out that way. Josh Allen, sorry, he trashed. Thank you. Oh, wow. Whoa. Took a shot at your wow. guy, Jordan, on the way out. That as went. he as he hung up the phone, he took a shot at Josh Allen on the went, way out the door. That went south real quick. I mean, whoa. <laughs> Josh Allen. So I was I was putting making my list. What would you if you had to do rank them like top three? Who would you put on it? I think it's Lamar. I think it's Dak. And and after that, I think Josh. Is it Josh Allen? It might be Josh. Just because again, if they end up as that two seed. Getting back to an AFC championship game, which is something they haven't done in a couple of seasons, getting this franchise kind of back on track. Because when they made that AFC championship game, everyone, ooh, look out for the Bills. And since then, it's been heartbreak. The 13 seconds giving up a field goal last year. Yeah, you won your first playoff game, but then the second playoff game is not very competitive. Since they've been to that AFC championship game, they've kind of taken some steps backwards. I think to get that franchise back on track the way everybody thought it was two or three years ago, I'm going to put Josh Allen is uh, number three for me. Yeah, I would probably have the same three, but obviously I would flip Dak, Lamar, Dak and Lamar, make Dak one, Lamar two, and then Josh Allen three. I don't put Tua in that category yet. I do agree. Like the money part of it is, is, you know, he's playing for that. But as long as he keeps playing, I don't see any reason why Tua is not going to get paid and he's not going to be a great player. He just has to stay healthy. Let's say they lose to the Bills, but then win that first playoff game, which you know, um, they've could won be it forever. The That's a successful at, season for them. Yeah, especially if that game, because that game would line up against the Kansas City Chiefs, I think, right now. If they end up being that sixth seed, they'd be going to Kansas City. And if you win at Kansas City, like that to me is okay, bag secured for Tua. And that's something that you can build off of. Because that's the other thing to remember is that no matter what, that team's going to the playoffs. And they haven't gone to the playoffs under Tua. They haven't won a playoff game in over 20 years. Let's be realistic about the Dolphins. They -hmm. lost their top two pass rushers. Right? Xavier Howard's banged up. Their running backs are banged up. Jalen Waddell's banged up. What are your expectations for them? It's not to win the Super Bowl or make the Super Bowl, is it? No. No. And that's why if they win a playoff game. Just make the playoffs and win a playoff game. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a success for Tua and everybody. Well, even that could be asking a little too much, given the injuries. But the because pressure the will start to build on Tua. Because now you have to 100%. pay him. You have to pay yeah. him. You have all these weapons around him. Like it, it will start to build on him. Now, I'm not there yet. That's why I'm not I'm not ready to put him in there yet. Mm-hmm. Get back to me I'm, next I'm year. I'm right there with you. Speaking of rankings, can't, we, we, we had an idea that struck us earlier when Todd Archer joined us. Uh, he covers the Cowboys 
for ESPN.com and ESPN. And you guys were talking about FedEx Field, how, how bad it is to cover a game there. Jordan is going to give us his five worst NFL stadiums coming up next. Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I am excited about this idea. We've got right now on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, Gabe Nigel, Jordan Rondon filling in for the guys today. Kind of stemmed, I think we may know what number one might be because we were talking with Todd Archer earlier, who covers the Dallas Cowboys for ESPN, and they're playing a game on the road against the Commanders in Washington, and you had mentioned how bad FedEx Field is. Well, so that got us thinking. Jordan, since you've had your travels across the NFL covering the New York football giants, what are your five worst NFL stadiums? Number five. Yeah, see, I'm going to start with Paycor Stadium in Cincinnati. It's just, it's just there. It's just drab. It's you know, middle of downtown Cincinnati, like right there in the water, which is nice. But it looks nice, but I mean, there's nothing to it that really impressed me. Now, here, let me let me say this. I've been to every stadium there right now. Like I, I completed the the circuit this year by going to Las Vegas, which was sick and amazing. Okay. Uh, great place, obviously. You know, Vegas Stadium. How can you go wrong there? Brand new stadium. Spoiler, yeah. Spoiler alert. Apparently, uh, not going to make the bottom five of the worst stadiums yeah. here in the NFL. Yeah, they have a win uh, club, like a literal club in the stadium. You heard it like <laughs> after the game. It was like uns, 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 and you're like, what is that? Like, oh my god, there's actually a club in the stadium. Hi, Mark. I mean, uh, Paycor Stadium in Cincinnati does not have that. Just nothing stands out to it to me. So that was number five. Number four. All right, number four is I'm going with the Bills Highmark Stadium. Ooh. A lot of this, it's remember, it's an older stadium. They're about to build yep. a new stadium. So you're Fair. talking about a stadium that was built in 1973, right? 
So that's a long time ago at this point. It's time for a new stadium. Everything there is tight and cramped. And the things that factor into stadiums for me are a sight line, right, comfort, and really accessibility. And then, obviously, food. Oh, right? I was about to say, where, where does food come in? Yeah. Uh, number one, obviously. We're sports writers. That's what we care about. How's the free food you're giving us? Right? I mean, of course, none of us or most of us aren't in shape. We're old. We're fat. I will say, Gabe, you'll like this. The, the, there is another factor. Like, Green Bay is yeah. near the top of my list. It has sort of like a very nostalgic feel. Yeah. Right? It has oh, yeah. the, the, uh, the Packers Hall of Fame underneath and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it just... It's rare. Like you want when you go there, you want to be there, right? So Buffalo doesn't have that to me. You, yeah, it's an older I, stadium because Lambeau. It's all still the same, but they've upkept it and they've done renovations to it. Exactly. Buffalo, you have to like literally walk outside to get down to the locker room. It's crazy, it, and you're walking like through the people in like a suit. You, you feel like something <laughs> bad is going to happen. Number three. All right, I was here recently. This one is very simple. You wouldn't believe it because it's indoors and it's in New Orleans, where it's usually warm. But it's literally the coldest stadium you could be in. Because most remember, most stadiums are, are closed press box where yep. it's a controlled temperature. New Orleans is you're at the top of the dome. And the air conditioning is blowing on you. Like to the point where my papers were actually blowing away. Like that's how windy it is up there. <laughs> From the air just conditioning. flying all over the place? Because they have to air condition the whole place. But you're right near the air conditioner. So they tell you when you go there, like, you, you got to bring a jacket. Like, I was sitting there in winter gloves and a winter hat inside in a dome in New Orleans. It's outrageous. Number in two. New Orleans. In New Orleans, right, yes, where it was nice. Number two, Soldier Field, old, drab, like, there's, there's nothing to it. It's, it's like a wind tunnel getting into there. Like, you, your face is about to freeze off because outside of stadiums is, like, the windiest place. First of all, Chicago is the windiest place in this country, mm-hmm. right, basically? Yeah, it's the windy on, city. The, on the water there, yeah. But like when you like when the stadium is the way they're like designed, the little like walkways you go into the stadium are essentially wind tunnels. They're only open in certain directions. Oh no. So like when you walk into Chicago, you your face just wants to freeze off. So that one is, is a terrible and the food, awful. Awful. <sighs> Number shame. one. Chicago's such got Chicago's got a good food reputation, but obviously not, not at the stadium. Field. Not at the stadium. I, I couldn't eat anything. I tried to eat the salad. I believe I, I remember that being bad. And you go wrong with a salad. That's not good. Oh my! FedEx Field, the sight line is Number terrible. One. You're in the end zone. It's like the only place you're basically in the end zone. There's a bar in front of you. You can't see. Food is pretty much inedible, even though it's gotten better. Hot dogs used to come out. Used to be like the best thing to eat there, and they were like greenish, reddish, oh. off color. Yeah. In New you Orleans, I actually even... put a hot dog on my plate, too, and I, I looked at it, and I was like, no, nah, not doing this. That's like every time at FedEx. If you can't get a hot dog right, you can't be trusted with anything. I mean, a hot dog's basic food. I mean, you just, you know, you buy a pack, you, you throw it in the microwave, it's not going to come out green. Love that. No, Jordan's five worst NFL stadiums. This has been Freddie and Harry, Amber and Ian, up next on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. 
our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.